kind and gracious. So, any thought that inspires approval is being admirable. So, any thought that no longer inspires approval or that causes you to lose affection toward another person should not be thought. Well, that's hard. Any thought <laughs> that would cause me to lose affection, to lose the positive, gracious, and kind thought toward another individual should not be thought. Any word that causes me to lose affection towards a person that would not be kind and gracious should not towards another person should not be spoken. Replaying that argument in my head over and over. Keeping a record of wrongs because of what that person did. I'm telling you, don't tell me God's word. It doesn't get up in your grill. Oh, yeah. I'm like sitting there here. I'm like, well, dang. <laughs> Anything, any kind of thought that evokes the feelings of unforgiveness mm. is from Satan. It's from the pit of hell because it's not walking in love right. and it harms me. I'm not doing it for the other person. Right. I'm doing it for my own spiritual. Remember, we're talking about peace. You want to lose your peace, you go right ahead and you speak words of wrong and harm that are unkind and gracious towards another person and watch the enemy come in and rob you of your own peace in your life. But go ahead. You want to wreak havoc in your life? Take a step out of love. Wow. Walk out of love. That's what this is doing. Excellent. is This word excellent means it's virtue, moral excellence, having integrity in your thought life. Integrity is what you do when nobody's looking. Right. I can have all kinds of integrity when Sarah's sitting right here and watching me, right? A lot of teenagers, they won't do anything wrong in front of the parents, but as soon as the parents are out the room or, you know, go up, you know, sneak off in, they'll, they'll, that's when they'll go off and, you know, get into right. trouble, right? But they'll act like an angel around the parents, you know, you, you don't, integrity doesn't, does, doesn't count when there's other people around. It's what you do when nobody sees. Yep. Nobody can read your thought life. But this word excellent is saying you're having integrity in your thought life, knowing that nobody else is in there but you. Yeah. And God, whether you think God knows what you're thinking. So you're never really alone in your thought life. So he's right there. He knows everything that you're thinking. So here, listen to this, moral excellence and integrity in your thought life. What you watch on television and what you read in books matter, people. Mm -hmm. Because if you're watching it and you're reading it, you're thinking about it. It affects you. Do you entertain yourself with TV shows, with movies or books that have sexual perversions? Fornication, that's like sex outside of marriage. Uh, adultery, witchcraft, murders, demonic or paranormal activity. The eyes, the Bible says, the eyes are the window to the soul. If you are watching or reading this stuff and you're thinking about it, and you better be careful what you listen to, who you listen to, yeah. what you watch, what you read, and what kind of conversations you have. Because let me tell you something. This is part of guarding your mind. If you don't guard it, remember the battlefield. It's the entrance where Satan can come into your life. And if you don't guard and keep this stuff out, you're opening the door for Satan to come in. You are giving him legal permission because you're coming into alignment with him. Yeah. When you watch this stuff, read this stuff, speak this stuff, 
stuff, have horrible conversations and all these things I'm talking about, you're opening the gates for, and you're coming into a unity. You're unifying with the devil, with the demonic forces, the demonic kingdom of darkness. Mm -hmm. And then you're giving it permission to come into your life and create uh, havoc in your life and bondage in your life, deception in your life. And that is where you lose your peace. Worthy of praise is is the other one. It's the the last criteria, number eight, worthy of praise. This means deserving of expressing approval or admiration. So hateful words, negative words, curses. I talked about curses already. Negative thoughts towards another person. Putting someone down, not yeah. thinking or speaking positive words about another person. It's This is a hard one. It's so hard when you get mad at somebody. I know that not to want to vent and spew you know, all the things you think, right? This the, Somebody makes you mad. The first, at least in my life, the first thing I think is not good. Is, <laughs> I am, my, I, I hate to say it. My first thought is going to be like, you stupid idiot, you know, or oh, whatever. Yeah. You know, that's, you, I'm going to like, I'm really not going to have a pleasant thought, but I have to, I have to shut it off and go, no, I can't let myself go there because it brings me harm. It will rob me of my peace. Mm -hmm. I will not have peace if I think this because if I think it, I'll speak it. Out of the abundance yep. of the heart, the mouth speaketh. And when I start to speak it, then I, I really get myself into trouble. So so I cannot, I have to shut that gate. I have to close that gate and not let those thoughts in. So then I love how the Amplified Version says, so after it goes through all the eight criteria, it says you take all these criteria and the Amplified Version reads like this, center your mind on these and implant them in your heart. Now, we have so many other religions out there that talk about meditating and they take all these things about the mind and, all, and I'm going to tell you what they're taking it from the word of God. This originated all of the stuff about what you think and the power of the mind and your thought life and having peace and meditations and centering your mind mm -hmm. uh, on, on Jesus Christ. Other religions have copied the word of God. It's originated from here. You take this stuff and you center your mind. You meditate on these eight criteria and then you take them and you implant them in your heart. Wow. I got to center my mind on these high standards of thinking. They're tough. Yeah. They're high, right? And then I got to implant them in my heart. That's a permanent thing. An implant is a permanent surgical procedure, right? Like, like a tooth having a tooth implanted. It's completely surgically fixed. It's permanent and it won't come out. He's saying you take this stuff and you put these eight criteria and you fix them permanently in your heart and in your mind so that you know them so well that when a thought comes in immediately, you recognize it. And um, Satan, I mean, not Satan, God gave me this, this cool little analogy of how to keep Satan's um, thoughts at bay. So these eight criteria are like a, a metal detector. You ever went, to the airport or go to you know Kings Island or whatever and they make you walk through the metal detectors oh, yeah. okay they're they're de they're just security detectors because they've got they want to keep out weapons they want to keep out it's 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 a security detector keep right. out anything that's harmful so that when you go in to that very public place you know you're safe right, right. this eight criteria is the metal detector for your mind it's saying Every thought needs to pass through these criteria. They should be so implanted in your heart that every time you have a thought, it passes through mm -hmm. the Philippians 4, 8 metal detector, spiritual detector. And if it's a lie, if it's coming into unity and alignment with Satan, it's not an agreement with God. It's not right. God's thoughts. It will go, rah, 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 rah. you know, it'll, it'll, have you ever 
started to say something bad about somebody and you got the gut check? Uh, yeah. Have you ever started to speak something bad, you know, or you're in the middle of a conversation and all of a sudden something oh, yeah. in your gut goes, mm, this isn't right. You just know and you sign. Yeah, oh, yeah. The metal detector was going, it was the Philippians 4-8 metal detector going, ah, 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 <coughs> don't do it, don't do it, stop. This oh, is yeah. this is this is harmful. You're letting harm in. You're not guarding your heart with all diligence. You're letting Satan in. Don't stop him. Stop him. Stop him. He'll bring destruction. He'll rob you of your peace. That's what it's doing. It's screaming. Don't it's the Holy Ghost trying to say, I want to protect you. Stop this now for your own protection. It's for your own good. So that's what we're doing. It's the Philippians 4:8. Just think of it in the future. It's my it's my thought life security detection system. Right. I love that. That's a that's an awesome analogy for that scripture because I love it. Uh, I love that scripture. Um, you know, and I think a huge practical way to not give yourself away to influence is guarding what you do. Absolutely. Guarding what you watch and listen to because for me, when you know, music was a big big influence in my life that really caused me to you know have a lot of struggles. You know, and. How so? Was the music? What would you? What oh, would you I mean, it was it was all about you know like let's kill myself, let's kill someone else. You know who cares about the police? Who cares about authorities? Um, you know who, uh, you know do what you do for yourself. You know yourself is number one. Forget everyone else. Um, you know let's you know kill yourself, indulge in um, you know alcohol and drug abuse and all this stuff. And that's what I saying. That's what I put in my heart. That's what I put in my mind. And you know, not everything that I listened to, I ended up doing, but a lot of it, you know, with like substance abuse and stuff. Um, and you know, just the way I talked to authority and the way I like viewed my leadership changed because of the music I listened to. Wow. And it sounds crazy when you don't know it, but then when you kind of come out the other end, like I am now, when I gain freedom from it, you're like, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe I like did all that kind of stuff. And um, the perspective change. Oh yeah. The renewal of the mind. Oh yeah. You're, the way that you saw it, you no longer saw it through by, because you were no longer in agreement with Satan, so you didn't see it through his lenses. Right. You're now looking at it through God's lenses, and it changes you completely. That's what the power of renewing your mind with the Word of God and washing your mind with the Word of God. That's the power in it. Look how it's changed you. Oh, now yeah. you're a different person because of it. Yeah, and I. You know, Did you feel that you? Where, oh, I have to give up this music. No, because I had already felt a, you know, like what you said with the metal detector, like an alarm going off when I was confronted with love and the word. And I was like, I don't know if, this, like, you know, I'd be like, okay, I got a lot to listen to. That's cool. And then, like, I would try to listen to something, and I'm like, mm, I don't this isn't pleasant. This isn't loving. This isn't, this isn't what I should be listening to. And so I, it naturally just became something that I didn't do anymore because my security detectors, you know, were going off and it wasn't like, a, Oh my gosh, I don't want to get rid of this. You know, like it was a, a transformation in my mind of what I ended up listening to. Your want to changed. Yeah. You didn't want to listen to that anymore. No. You didn't want to. So a lot of times we get we get so caught up in, oh, you know, God asked me to give up everything. No, he doesn't. Because what happens is when you tra your mind is transformed and you're no longer in agreement with Satan and you see the truth, the light bulb comes on. That light expels the darkness mm -hmm. and you no longer want the darkness in your life. No. 
You want the darkness in your life when you're in alignment with Satan. Well, when you're yeah. in agreement with Satan. But when you come into agreement with God and your perspective changes because you've transformed your mind, Romans 12, 2, and you no longer think in line with Satan, then all of a sudden your want to changes. Right. And you want you don't want to listen to that stuff. You don't, I don't, the, the more I pray and get in the word of God and the more I grow, the I'm, this is going to sound crazy to some of y'all and y'all are going to think, oh, she's so legalistic, but I'm not. It's, I'm walking in true, total freedom. I don't want to watch TV anymore. Mom. I can't hardly stand to sit down and watch the TV shows anymore. They grate my nerves so bad because it's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I get irritated because there's hardly anything that comes on TV that isn't me sitting down and entertaining my thought life with adultery and fornication and in perverse messages or or, even or violence. Cooking, even cooking shows? <clears throat> oh, I don't know. Not cook. I'm talking about these goofy TV shows. No, just you know. something stupid. You know, or or some of them are so like they're just perverse murder. Oh yeah. And, and oh they're yeah. Or evil, and I just I, my spirit can't take. I just don't want to watch it. Right. Don't want to. My want to has completely changed. I don't feel like I had to give up anything. I wanted to. Mm -hmm. I would just, I don't want that in my spirit. I don't want it in my mind. I don't want that stuff coming in. I'm guarding my thought life. I'm guarding my mind. I will not. I used to watch scary movies a lot. This is not in my notes, so I don't know who this is for. I'd watch him as a kid growing up, and I had such a spirit of fear. I was terrified of everything. And God delivered me around the age of 22, 23 years old from a spirit of fear. And um, and I knew I'd received the revelation. It came from all of the scary movies that I had watched. Remember, that's the mind. You, as mm -hmm. a believer, the only way Satan gets in is through our mind by watching Freddy Cougar and the not Halloween and all those Nightmare on Elm Street and, and the Jason, all the all those Jason movies back then. I mean, if it was a horror movie out there, you know, I watched it. I, as a kid, I was terrified to take a shower. I was terrified to be alone. I could, as an adult and married, I couldn't even go into uh, the church um, sanctuary and pray by myself. I was terrified to be alone. I thought, you know, the, the it's crazy, but I, I just fear, you know, yeah. this, some, something's going to get me. And I lived in constant fear. I couldn't be alone ever. And until I got, thank God I got delivered by that. And I vowed to the Lord I would never watch another scary movie as long as I live because I wow. could not allow that demonic darkness and that demonic influence back into my life. Your eyes are the window to your soul. And if I watch that garbage, I'm putting it in my soul, and I'm I am inviting demonic activity, mm -hmm. I mean, poltergeist. I mean, people these these demonic movies that are out there. This stuff is real, yeah. and you're watching about it, and and you're opening the gates, and just saying, "Come on, Satan, just walk right on in and sit down and have <laughs> at it, buddy." That's what you're doing because you're coming in unity with Satan right. when you watch it. So for me. I've never watched another one, and I will not. I will not watch it. Yeah. I'm not letting that stuff in. And it's not legalistic. It's I don't want to. I don't want that stuff. I want to be free. Yeah. I don't want to have bondage in my heart and in my life and in my right. mind. I want my soul to be free. Yeah. So anyway, it makes a difference what you do with your mind. That was the point. And what you let into your mind. So keep it closed to Satan's thoughts and suggestions. And keep your mind on Jesus. Use your security detection system 
called Philippians 4, 8 with yeah. every thought. You may have to write Philippians 4, 8 down on a on a, a index card mm-hmm. until you memorize it and go, oh, is this lovely? Mm, nope, it's not. Is this admirable? Oh, is this disrespectful of my elders or of my authority? Oh, right. I'm not thinking this thought. And it'll take you a while, but practice it. Take it and practice it. Do it over and over and over again until you get that thing implanted so deep in your heart that nothing can pull it out. Thank you so much for listening today to Discovering the Bible podcast. We here at Bridge of Hope exists to connect people to Jesus Christ and to each other. So we would love to connect with you on all of our social media platforms. You can head to Facebook and find us at Bridge of Hope Cincy, C-I-N-C-Y, or Instagram at Bridge of Hope Cincy, C-I-N-C-Y, or you can always learn more about us at our website at thebridgecincy.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week.